Welcome back to another episode of The Spanglish Show. I am your host, Mafe, and on this podcast, we talk about the trials, tribulations, and moments of joy of being an immigrant and having to live your life in two or more languages. And last week, there was no episode because as you may have seen from my stories, and I was traveling to Caracas, Venezuela. I was going to talk about how we celebrated fake Christmas before I left. Um, we actually decided to call it a rehearsal Christmas dinner, but... I had already packed my mic on Monday and I was running around like a headless chicken to get everything ready for my trip. But before I start telling you all the fun things that I've been up to, remember to share this with your friends, your family, and everyone that you know, because this is how more people can find us and how we can keep all the amazing conversations going. Other ways that you can support this podcast is by following us if you're listening on Spotify. And for the month of November only, I will be doing a giveaway and here's how you can enter If you're in the capacity of doing so, rate the podcast and leave a review on Apple. Send me a screenshot to my Instagram at Mafe Salazar and you'll be entered to win an Amazon gift card. So now that that is all out of the way, <laughs> let's get into the episode. Traveling to Caracas is an adventure of its own and it all starts when you buy the ticket. So first of all, you have to buy two separate tickets because there are only really four cities in the world where you can travel from. Cancun, Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic, Panama, and Turkey if you're traveling from Europe. So the best option for me was to travel from Cancun. So that's where everything starts. <laughs> um, in Cancun, everything is slow and a little chaotic. My luggage took forever to get out. The shuttle for the hotel was a little disaster, but I actually got pretty lucky and didn't have to wait too long for the shuttle. But there was a couple with me, well, not with me, but like they had arrived before and they were waiting for the shuttle for two hours. Like also what the fuck, you're supposed to call the hotel and tell them that you've arrived and my phone doesn't work in freaking Mexico. Like how am I supposed to call? Anyways, as I said, like I got pretty lucky. They had like the people that were there before me, they had already called the, um, the shuttle Um, but anyway, this led me to having like conversations with a couple of strangers. Uh, there was a guy that was coming from New York City to a wedding in Tulum. Like, how fun is that? If I ever get married, I want it to be a destination wedding. And a lady that, funny enough, she was in my Vancouver flight and was also coming to Caracas. Well, like she was going like somewhere else in the in the country, but she was also like traveling to Caracas. Um, people are friendly in in Mexico. Um, but I just feel that they get annoyed if you ask like way too many questions and also sometimes directions and instructions, like they're not clear. So like I had to like ask <laughs> uh, a couple of times for like clarification because speaking Spanish all the time, like switching from speaking English all the time to Spanish all the time is so weird because I'm used to speaking Spanish only with my friends. So not having to code switch all the time between like English and Spanish is definitely an adjustment. So Cancun, like there's nothing really, um, any highlights that I, that I, that I have really. Um, I only spend there like a couple of hours because my flight got there at like 5.30 and then I left the next day at noon. But this is where like really the adventure begins um, because like traveling to Caracas, it's a whole adventure. Like, The when you buy the ticket, like they send you emails and stuff, and they tell you to be at the airport four hours before your flight. And 
they make you wait like crazy. So like I got to the airport like really early, like right at eight because my flight was at noon. Uh, they didn't open the counter until like 9 a.m. or like 9.30. And then they make you like someone, they make you like line up first so that they can check your passport and your PCR test. And then they like, they make you line up again so that you can check in into the flight. I don't know. It's like, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and also people are in like a frantic frenzy, like fighting for who got first to the line and like, I don't know. Like, it's it's just weird. Um, again, like, things are slow. People, like, really take their time. And Latino time is a thing. So, like, when I bought my ticket, it said that the, like, again, like, it said that the flight was going to leave at noon. So I get to the airport, do all the things. Flight doesn't leave until, like, 12.30. And, like, it was the same with, like, the boarding process. The boarding pass, like, stated that we were going to start boarding at 11. So the boarding didn't start until, like, 11.30. <laughs> And people are like hella crazy. Like they start lining up way before their call. Like and they also clap when the plane landed. I'm and I'm curious, is this like a Latin American thing or a Venezuelan thing? Send me a DM on Instagram at Mafia Salazar and let me know. Because to be honest, like after not traveling for two years and like not being on a plane for over two years and not being here in over seven years, even I wanted to clap when the plane landed. <laughs> Um, the plane smell a little bit weird. I don't even know how to describe the smell. Like, I'm just going to say that it smells like 21st century socialism. <laughs> um, but yeah, another thing to note, the names of the crew, they were very folkloric, very Venezuelan. I was, I wanted to record when they were like saying their names, but honestly, like I, I, I think I was asleep um so i didn't have time to do anything in contrast to mexico people here are really nice like really really nice like i actually forgot how nice uh venezuelans are um my cousin picked me up from the airport but i was waiting for him for a little bit because he was stuck in traffic so obviously my phone didn't work i was trying to get wi-fi the wi-fi at the airport like doesn't work um there's only like four stores that are open in the whole like international airport it's like a it's so crazy um so i went to one of the stores to ask like if they had wi-fi and the guy was like no we don't have wi-fi here but um like he was a very nice gentleman he was like, I like you can borrow my phone. Like if you if you need to call anyone, like I offer this. Like he obviously like wanted like he obviously was offering like a service or something. Like I didn't have to pay for, to for the phone call or anything. But he was like really like nice enough to like to let me borrow his phone to make to call my cousin. So and he even said that he was my friend. <laughs> anyway, my cousin picked me up and we started driving and I was shocked. Like the city hasn't changed. But it has, like, I don't know, it's a really weird feeling. Like, being here in general feel, feels very, very weird. It's truly something that I don't know how to describe. Because, yeah, home for me now, it's Vancouver, but also Caracas is where I come from, is where I grew up. But again, I haven't been here in over seven years, so it doesn't really feel like home. So going back to being shocked, um... Now I'm used to people like in order and people driving on their lane and stopping at red lights and like organized traffic. Um, but here, red lights are just a suggestion that you need to stop like even in the middle of the day. So they're treated more like a stop sign than an actual traffic light. 
it almost feels like you're in a bumper car in an amusement park or like an obstacle course trying to dodge all the obstacles and the other cars on the road. Um, my cousin let me drive for like five minutes. The road wasn't too busy. Like, and I was like still so stressed. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm just going to stop at all the red lights. And he's like, no, just keep going. Like, you don't have to stop, really. <laughs> just make sure that if you're in an intersection, just make sure that no one's like coming or like that people are not crossing the street. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Another thing that is crazy as fuck is that all the prices are in U.S. dollars, but the U.S. dollar is not the official currency. So here's what happens at restaurants, because, like, that's the place that I've, like, that I've been. Well, I've, I've been to, like, supermarkets and stuff, but, um, yeah. Just restaurants in general, like, was, the, like, the most shocking thing for me. So they give you a menu with, like, all their, what, like, their offers, like, what they offer. And, but the menu, like, the menu doesn't have prices. So... So that would be like the main menu. And then they give you a paper menu with the prices in US dollars and bolivares. Because the bolivares devaluate so fast that they always have to adjust the prices and print new paper sheets. So basically what they do is that they charge you at the date rate. Um, so they charge you in bolivares, but the, the, they make the, the adjustment for like the date rate. Um, and... They also take like all sorts of payment forms like that was like very weird. So you can pay like depending on where you are and like where you go, you can pay using PayPal, Cell or Sally. I don't know. I don't know how you say that. U.S. cash or Venezuelan bank transfer. So people only you really, really use Bolivares for change or to pay for the difference or if they don't want to like spend their like um, dollars. So now talking about food and prices, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing that compares to the food here. The food here, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't care what you have to say about Vancouver, like the people are foodies over there. No, no, no. <laughs> food here is just mind-blowing. I've only been to a couple of places, like a couple of restaurants, and they have all been next level amazing. Except for the service, um... It hasn't been mind-blowing or maybe my standards for service are so high because I've worked as a server and I work in the service industry. Um, so, yeah, service, not so great. Food, amazing. Prices, so cheap. So affordable and cheap. Like, it's ridiculous. The first time that we went out, um, it was four of us. We had sushi and um, we ordered, like, an appy. A, like uh, a play for everyone and drinks like alcoholic drinks and I only pay $50 for the four of us and it was a lot of food like I was full like so 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 full so so far I've had sushi which again was like mind-blowing and apparently like that place is like whatever <laughs> we also went to a place that opened just over a month ago and the decor and the food was just next level amazing this place was in a house that they renovated for it to be a restaurant. So they have like a little bar area and like the and like a little like terrace area. We obviously sat outside because I was like, this is like too good to not be sitting outside. <laughs> um, so that place was like really, really nice. You might have seen in all my stories. It's called Manifiesto Caracas. And yeah, it was it was again like next level like that. Like in that place, the service was really, really good. Truly. And, of course, the thing that I have been wanting the most, arepa with cheese at an arepa place here in Caracas. And you're probably thinking to yourself, 
Mafe, like, what is so special about an arepa with cheese? Like, don't you have that often in Vancouver? Well, no. <laughs> because the cheeses here are just like something else. Ugh, so good. It's all the white, it's all white cheese, but they're so soft and juicy and like they melt in your mouth when you're eating. Like it's almost like butter, but it's cheese. Ugh, it's so good. <laughs> so that's been like the highlights for food. Um, drinks is also like really good, really cheap. Like I had pizza. Um, the I think it was like the the second day that I was here. That was like also like mind blowing. Ugh, everything was so good, so good. I I can't believe how good the, the food is here. Another thing that's perfect, it's the weather. Like, actually, Caracas has the most perfect weather, and I dare you to prove me wrong. So, during the day, like, it ranges from 22 to 26 Celsius. So, that, that's like 71, 78 Fahrenheit for my U.S. friends during the day. And, which me, which to me, right now, it's hot. To 17 to 19 degrees Celsius. So, that's 62 to 66 Fahrenheit during the night. And this was really funny because I, I went out with my cousin and his quote-unquote girlfriend and they were wearing like jeans and long sleeves and they were like, oh my God, it's so, it's so cold. And there was me, I was wearing shorts <laughs> and a tank top and I was like, this is amazing. Like, I love this. Like even my, my, my cousin's girlfriend, she was like, can I like, can I, can, you, can I borrow your jacket? Cause I'm, I'm kind of cold. And I was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> And they were, like, asking me, like, how are you not freezing? Like, listen, when you're coming from miserable rain and cold, you can't be freezing when the weather is this perfect. Also, blue skies and palm trees are some things that are something that I haven't taken for granted in a very long time. So I'm very, very grateful to be here and to be just enjoying this amazing weather and the amazing food. I haven't been to the beach yet, but that is on, the, on my plans for next week um so we'll see how that goes i for the rest like i'm recording this on a sunday and i'm just waiting for my aunt to get back from church um so that we can go shopping i'm gonna go shopping for a new swimwear and yeah <laughs> so far that's all i've experienced and like i've only been here for like three days i think yeah like three days in total um and yeah i'm like super super excited to be experiencing like so much more and like this because i'm gonna be here for a month so i have a couple of things planned um that i'm gonna do in places that i'm gonna travel to and sadly i'm not gonna see a lot of people here because i don't have friends here anymore they have all like immigrated somewhere so that's kind of sad um that i don't have friends here anymore that i can like go and see well there's my ex is here <laughs> and I'm gonna hang out with him next week but other than that whatever like I have no one here so yeah those are my first impressions on Caracas and like all the few things that I've done so far so yeah I think that's that's it that's all I have to say for today this is a very short and sweet episode just as my regular solo episodes are um so yeah if you're still listening and again if you want to keep the conversation going remember that my dms are always open at mafe salazar on instagram and again remember to share this episode with everyone you know so again i hope you you get to have an amazing day um keep your eyes peeled because i have a couple of interviews planned for for next week 
and those are gonna be like really amazing um there's people there's a girl that i found on a facebook group that i really want to talk to her about just like immigrating um but you'll you'll have to hand tight and listen for that one um so yeah that's it for me i hope you're having an amazing day and i will see you next time That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for deciding to spend your time with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends, family, and everyone you know so that we can continue the conversation and we can continue growing as a podcast. All the links, resources, and everything mentioned in the episode is linked in the show notes, so be sure to check those out. Until next time.